Good morning and welcome to this drive time hour of Tipping Point with Zach Yenser, live on AM 1030 KVOI, The Voice, daily in-depth news, conversation and talk about the people, ideas and issues shaping Tucson's future. I'm your host, Jeff Logston, in for Zach this morning, and we have a great show ahead of us today as we focus on this edition of Arizona Gives Day. There's four organizations that we're going to be highlighting during our time together including Impact of Southern Arizona and Earn to Learn at the top of the hour. And then as we move towards the latter half of the show, we're going to be speaking with J17 Ministries and Hands of Hope. If you have not heard of Arizona Gives, I want to share with you briefly what that's about. Uh, It's a day set aside to help people find, learn about, and contribute to the local causes that you believe in, and it enables nonprofits to share their stories and engage the community through a unique online giving platform. Uh, Also is a an opportunity to raise awareness about Arizona nonprofits and the critical roles that they play in our communities and all over the state and a day that will or should inspire people to be able to give generously to the nonprofits, making our state stronger, creating a thriving community for all. Uh, as you listen to the show, your gifts improve and strengthen Arizona through the power of collective giving. And so with that, I am excited to be able to introduce to you Someone whom I've had the pleasure of working with in the Vail community uh, in the previous roles that she has shared. Her name is Diana Charbonneau, and she is the development coordinator for Impact of Southern Arizona. She's calling in today, and uh, Diane, we want to welcome you. Oh, thanks so much for having us. We always enjoy it. Yeah, thank you. So would you do us a favor and share with us... uh, who Impact of Southern Arizona is and and a little bit about the organization you're working with now as the development coordinator? Of course. So at Impact of Southern Arizona, most people are surprised to hear that we reinvest over $2.5 million back into the community each year. Impact is most well known for our food bank, which covers Pima and Pinal County, as far up as Oracle, Mammoth, Seminole, and Globe, all the way down to Marana and into Tucson. So it's a pretty big operation, but we are so much more than just a food bank. We have a full clothing bank. Over 500 families are able to come in and shop weekly. We also have youth services that run the whole gamut from backpack back to school, adopt a child over the holidays, and of course, feeding students and their families through school and breaks. And we also have our senior programs, which we deliver meals to seniors. 85% of those are homebound. And we really provide resources and referrals to help people stretch their budgets and make a personalized pathway for people to move forward and really just help the community. That's what we do at Impact. Yeah, and it sounds like there's no shortage of work there uh, in view of things that have happened currently. Have you seen uh, the the clients that you're serving in, in the arena of um, those who are homebound increase over the, the recent months? We have, we, we've seen, you know, some really interesting trends throughout even the pandemic. And right now, you know, Whereas a lot of people are kind of coming through, we still have people who have been struggling through the entirety of this, people who are now losing their jobs. So um, mm. we, we see we see everything, you know, and I'm just so thankful to work somewhere where we can provide resources for every scenario almost. 
Yeah, you're seeing the immediacy of the impact that you're having and the, those who are investing with you in impact of Southern Arizona, the the impact that they're having, correct? Exactly. And it's, it's really, you know, driving our community dollars into our community where they really can. You know, we have a tendency to drive to point A to point B here. And there's really so much in between, so much need from social services to animals, you know. And at Impact, we really do get to see day in and day out that we are making a difference mm-hmm. in these people's lives. And that's really what we work for. And I don't know that, I mean, it's obvious when, when you've had these kinds of interactions, but the animals that people use to embrace and the, the comforts that they provide is a critical piece of that outreach as well. What are some of oh, the yes. success stories that you're seeing or the things um, that are occurring now through your organization? One of the things is our Moving People Forward initiative, which which we just kicked up this last year. We we recognize that there's thousands of families in Southern Arizona that are just getting by at various labels, various levels of stability. Some are making less than twenty thousand dollars a year, mm. and our Moving People Forward initiative is all about career certifications. Working to take our clients into a higher level will give them career training. It will find them employment, and they'll be making over forty to fifty thousand dollars a year coming out of those. Wow. So, you know, not just providing resources, which of course we do, but really helping create that personalized pathway which involves a career that doesn't just help in the immediate, it helps into the future for their families and really putting them on a pathway to success. And we're just so excited. That's in partnership with Pima Community College. Uh, a huge thank you to our donors and partners who've made that happen. Uh, we couldn't have done that without them. What kinds of career certifications are you offering? Can you speak to that? Sure. So if you'd like to learn more, you're welcome to go to impactsoaz.org backslash MPF for moving people forward. And some of the career certifications, these are through Pima Community College, their new career paths include emergency medical technology, uh, automotive technology, if any of you have been to the ATI building at the new Pima campus, cybersecurity, IT, construction, caregiving, landscaping. I mean, all of those trades that are kind of, you know, being lost that you can still make very good money out, especially here in Southern Arizona. Yeah, and it's exceptional to be able to see that needle move from that 20000 a year threshold for household income to forty to 50000 like you're saying, once they graduate from the certification program. Yeah, and they're only 12 weeks, so it, you know, it's kind of, it's a really great way to make that future attainable, not just something, you know, people in low income don't think those opportunities are even there for them. Mm. And we're here to tell them, yes, you can. We have client advocates who are going to pair up and mentor them and really work to move people forward. Um, it kind of ties hand in hand with our food bank expansion, which we're turning into a grocery shopping style food bank. If you've ever been a single parent or come into a food bank and needed assistance, you get a bag of food. And we're really trying to give people back a a little bit of dignity, be able to come and shop for more food and, and really be able to, you know, provide more for them. And maybe you've already spoken to this, but what, when you're talking about the certification program, are there subsidies? Is it, uh, is it sponsored? Is, is it both? How do, how does that get um, paid for? 
Sure. So it was in partnership. We we got a very large grant. So we have Pima County is on board, Pima Community College, the Academy of Caregiving and Excellence, Saddlebrook Human Resources Office, Pima County One Stop, the Oro Valley Chamber, Primavera. We all came together. We will help with our social worker create that pathway for them, help them get enrolled. We'll help pay for everything they would need to make sure they get through it, whether it's gas, transportation, all those things that might hold it up. And really, with that mentor, help make sure they get through that, get through and get into the job and and still have that hand-holding because when you start making a lot of money like that, usually the first thing people do is go out and buy a truck. Right, <laughs> you know, so, right. <laughs> um, financial education, you know, it, it all ties together in the resources that we do, budget workshops and training, you know, it's, it's all-encompassing. Diana, quickly, how can people find you again and how can our listeners get involved? Of course. So if you'd like to visit our website at impactsoaz.org, impactsoaz.org. And for Arizona Gives Day, if you can always go to azgivesday.org and search for any organization in town, or you can look for backslash impactsoaz, and that's us at Impact of Southern Arizona. Thank you so much, Diane. We appreciate you and the work you're doing and the strides you're making in our community. After the break, we're going to meet with uh, Roxanne Murphy, Director of Community Engagement and Earn to Learn. The next generation of talk. Tipping Point with Zach Genser. 1030 The Voice. In 2021, FC Tucson was just getting started. We're building something special that all of Tucson can be proud of. Don't miss FC Tucson in action in 2022. Secure your season tickets now at fctucson.com or call 520-600-3095 and download the FC Tucson app in the App Store or Google Play to get updates on MLS preseason as FC Tucson welcomes the biggest teams in U.S. soccer in January and February. The economy is moving forward, and Arizona businesses are looking at new opportunities and challenges as we emerge from COVID-19. Leading companies are planning how to respond to new business and rebuild their teams and are looking for critical talent now. The right talent in key positions will make all the difference, and having a trusted and dedicated talent acquisition partner will give you an edge. Devin and her team at Talent Store will connect you with top talent while positively impacting time to hire, retention, and your employer brand. Learn more by visiting yourtalentstore.com and schedule time with Devin and her team. In 1994, the University of Arizona took the bold step of acquiring an industrial park in southeastern Pima County and transforming it into a university research park. With over 25 years of success, Tech Parks Arizona continues to advance innovation. Whether it's the nearly 60 startups at the University of Arizona Center for Innovation or the new Tech Park at the Bridges currently under construction, they are integral in shaping the future of Southern Arizona. Tech Parks Arizona, moving innovation at the speed of business. Hey, guys, if you're a man over the age of 30 and you want to accelerate fat loss, gain lean athletic muscle, and build habits to maintain results, then the Sustainable Strength System is for you. I was hanging on to 30 pounds myself that I didn't need. And in this new year, I signed up with Akil for this 90-day program that coaches you through reaching your fitness goals with a focus on intelligent programming, nutrition, injury prevention, and lifestyle. And it's working. I'm losing the weight. If you're ready for a three-month journey to better health and strength, go to SustainableStrengthSystem.com. 
Tucson. Your Tucson Museum of Art is pleased to present the Patrick Martinez Look What You Created exhibition and his first solo museum exhibition in the American Southwest. Los Angeles-based artist Patrick Martinez explores sites of personal, civic, and cultural loss sustained over recent years in America. Opening just this month through April 24th, you can go see it in the Casser family wing of Latin American art. TucsonMuseumOfArt.org to get your tickets now. Hey you, if you're like a lot of people in Tucson, you'd love to look at a new home while interest rates are still low, but you hear prices have gone up, competition is fierce, and you'd just rather avoid the hassle. I'm Kathleen Jernigan with CNC Partners, and I want to tell you that you can make the move now. Our team is one of the most successful in greater Tucson, helping buyers get results in this hot market. Call 520-406-0233 and let us know you heard us on Tipping Point to schedule a no-strings-attached conversation to see if we can be on your team. Located just two doors down from the Rialto Theater, Little Love Burger opened just last fall and is serving up the juiciest scratch-made hamburgers, loaded hot dogs, have ice cream milkshakes, lovable local brews, and the most addictive breakfast sandwiches. They're open Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. and Friday and Saturday from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. Follow their beat on Instagram and Facebook at Little Love Burger Tucson and mention you heard about them on Tipping Point for 15% off your next order. When you manage your money with a credit union, you're taking true ownership of your finances and how your money impacts the community. Stop letting banking just happen to you. Bring your money home to Vantage West. Federally insured by NCUA. Hi, this is Tom Sullivan. Join me weeknights from 7 to 10 for the Tom Sullivan Show on 1030 KVOI, The Voice. Good morning and welcome back to this Drive Time Hour of Tipping Point with Zach Yenser. I am your host filling in for Zach today, Jeff Logston, and you are joining us for a special edition um, reflecting on Arizona Gives and some of the organizations that are making significant strides in our community. At the top of the hour, we heard from Diana Charbonneau, who is the Development Coordinator for Impact of Southern Arizona. And now I want to introduce you to Roxanne Murphy, who is the the Director of Community Engagement with Earn to Learn. Welcome to this segment of Arizona Gives, Roxanne. Thank you so much for having me today. You're welcome. Hey, before uh, we started the show this morning, I was talking to Matt, who is the man who makes it happen behind the glass, and he was sharing about how his wife loves your organization and is involved with you. But would you do me a favor and tell our listeners what Earn to Learn is about and the things that you're doing in our community? Yes, I would love to share a little bit about Earn to Learn. Um, Earn to Learn, you know, was established to really foster upward economic mobility for Arizona, for Arizonans. And our model, um, which is anchored by a match savings scholarship program, serves to really make college financially affordable for students who, you know, may not otherwise afford the cost of higher education. So we are a needs-based renewable scholarship program that teaches financial literacy. And so students, they commit to saving $500 and receive an eight-to-one match or $4,000 in scholarship funding that really helps them to pay for unmet needs. So everything from tuition and books, student housing, transportation, childcare, and other living expenses. And and so we also offer coaching for our scholars that includes 
personal finance training, mm. you know, resources and, and ongoing support from the very first day of attending college all the way to graduation. That's phenomenal. What kind of um, people, can, can you speak to the numbers of those who are participating with Earn to Learn? Yeah, we've had um, over 3,500 students uh-huh. receive the Earn to Learn scholarship from um, our inception in 2013. And, and this year, um, we'll have, or for fall 2022, we're going to have um, about 525 more students stepping onto college campuses with the Earn to Learn scholarship. That's phenomenal. I know uh, from my own experience, a lot of people, even though there is the um, value for education, the idea of the debt that comes with education is often something that deters people. But this is a practical way for people to get that education and to do it affordably and and become uh, a contributing part of of the community. Yeah, it's it's so empowering. Um, our students have just shared how empowering this experience is for them to feel like they have a role in being able to finance their college education and just the support from the community to help them, you know, with receiving the $4,000 scholarship too. It's just, it's truly amazing and a wonderful experience to be part of. What kinds of things are coming up through Earn to Learn? What are some of those success stories that you are seeing? Yeah, it's it's hard to share just one. You know, bet, our students sure. are doing such amazing work. But, you know, something that just recently happened that um, that we see as such a huge success is just, you know, um, our partnerships with Arizona communities where all of us are just so deeply committed to really strengthening supports to students that we all care so deeply about. And so this year, Earns Learn was actually able to expand our partnership with Youth on Their Own, which is an Arizona nonprofit that um, supports high school graduation and continued success of youth experiencing homelessness to offer the Earn to Learn scholarship in a new way to these students. And, and so, you know, knowing that these students are smart, capable, and, and have real dreams of achieving a college degree to really end the cycle of homelessness. However, you know, knowing sometimes that their life circumstances present additional barriers to really achieving that dream. So while youth on their own or when youth on their own really presented the opportunity for youth experiencing homelessness to receive the $500 savings from them to in turn receive the Earn to Learn 8 to 1 match, we were just beyond excited to serve as a resource you know, to these students and, and really through the work of um, Earn to Learn success coaches, we've been able to walk these students through the scholarship application process, you know, provide financial literacy training and just continue to encourage these students to transition to higher ed. And, and we feel so incredibly honored to watch these students step onto an Arizona college campus in fall 2022, knowing that, you know, they really are taking out less in student loans, if any at all. And, you know, just feeling so much privilege and getting to work with students that we, you know, are, we know are so vital to increase prosperity for individuals in Arizona. So we just truly appreciate, you know, getting to work with 
students who are going to do so much for Arizona. Well, I can imagine the confidence that that instills in in the lives of those who are graduating from the program. If you're just now joining us, we're speaking with Roxanne Murphy, who is the Director of Community Engagement with Earn to Learn, and she was mentioning 3,500 students have uh, received their scholarships and began their program with another 525 more that will be going in here uh, into the process of, of this education. And uh, really, the, the linchpin there is that they're able to graduate without that debt, which is significant. Mm-hmm. Roxanne, for the listeners that are joining us, how can they get involved? How can they contribute what you are doing through Earn to Learn? Yeah, what what a great question. And, um, you know, just to, to share, too, support from the community is, is really what allows the students that Earn to Learn serves to disrupt that cycle of poverty and really empower them to be financially and academically successfully, you know, academically successful and ultimately change the trajectory of their lives. And so listeners can support Earn to Learn and Arizona students today by visiting azgov.org um, backslash earn to learn. Roxanne, thank you for making the time to join us and to share about Earn to Learn. Uh, You heard the numbers and the people who are being positively impacted by the work that is happening there. We're grateful for that. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for having us today. Hey, you're very welcome. Uh, If you're joining us, we are talking about Arizona Gives Day and some of the organizations that are positively impacting our community. You just heard from Roxanne Murphy, who's the Director of Community Engagement with Earn to Learn. And at the top of the hour, it was Diane Charbonneau with Impact of Southern Arizona. Uh, When we come back, we'll hear from J17 Ministries and Hands of Hope in continuing this Arizona Gives Day edition. And Jeff, if you uh, to remind the folks, if you want to learn more about Arizona Gives, you could find participating organizations, the ones we're talking to today, and others easily going online by going to azgives.org and filtering the missionary you're looking for, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. A lot of good, a lot of good organizations out there, a lot of good ways people can help. They said that uh, last year, Arizona Gives Day brought in a record $7.1 million and over... $30 million in total has been raised since they started doing this back in uh, 2013. So you can basically find the nonprofit that aligns with your values and your goals and uh, and and help out the way you want to. In my understanding, this is a, a two-day endeavor. Is that right? Noon yesterday to noon today. That's okay. right. Yeah. yeah. So And they have various power hours where they have matching opportunities, all sorts of good stuff. All right, Jeff. Well... Uh, we're going to head off to the bottom of the hour news and be back with, uh, let's see, we've got coming up, we've got uh, Dave Drum with J through 17 in the third segment and Joni Hammond with, with Hands of Hope. Hands of Hope in the fourth segment. So lots more coming up here on Tipping Point, 1030 The Voice. Stick around. We'll be right back.
1994, the University of Arizona took the bold step of acquiring an industrial park in southeastern Pima County and transforming it into a university research park. With over 25 years of success, Tech Parks Arizona continues to advance innovation. Whether it's the nearly 60 startups at the University of Arizona Center for Innovation or the new Tech Park at the Bridges currently under construction, they are integral in shaping the future of Southern Arizona. Tech Parks Arizona, moving innovation at the speed of business. Hey you, if you're like a lot of people in Tucson, you'd love to look at a new home while interest rates are still low, but you hear prices have gone up, competition is fierce, and you'd just rather avoid the hassle. I'm Kathleen Jernigan with CNC Partners, and I want to tell you that you can make the move now. Our team is one of the most successful in greater Tucson, helping buyers get results in this hot market. Call 520-406-0233 and let us know you heard us on Tipping Point to schedule a no-strings-attached conversation to see if we can be on your team. The economy is moving forward, and Arizona businesses are looking at new opportunities and challenges as we emerge from COVID-19. Leading companies are planning how to respond to new business and rebuild their teams and are looking for critical talent now. The right talent in key positions will make all the difference, and having a trusted and dedicated talent acquisition partner will give you an edge. Devin and her team at Talent Store will connect you with top talent while positively impacting time to hire, retention, and your employer brand. Learn more by visiting yourtalentstore.com and schedule time with Devin and her team. When you manage your money with a credit union, you're taking true ownership of your finances and how your money impacts the community. Stop letting banking just happen to you. Bring your money home to Vantage West. Federally insured by NCUA. Helping you make better money decisions is what the Ramsey Show is all about. Today at 1 p.m. on 1030 The Voice. And good morning and welcome back to The Tipping Point with Zach Yenser. Daily in-depth news, conversation, and talk about the people, ideas, and issues shaping Tucson's future. If you're just joining us, I'm your host today, Jeff Logston, standing in for Zach this morning. And we are here with Dave Drum, the Executive Director of J17 Ministries. Uh, this segment is sponsored by Little Love Burger, opening downtown on October 20th. Little Love Burger will serve up the juiciest burgers, loaded hot dogs, hub ice cream milkshakes, local brews, and breakfast sandwiches. Follow their beat on social at Little Love Burger and mention you heard them here on Tipping Point with Zach Yenser for a 15% discount off your next order. Uh, I mentioned before that we are doing a segment on Arizona Gives Day, and I am excited to introduce to you someone who has been a great influence in my own life uh, here in the city of Tucson. Uh, Dave Drum, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Jeff. It's great to be with you. Thank you. Hey, for those that aren't familiar with the work that you're doing through J17 Ministries, give us a uh, an overview of the kind of things that are happening and, and uh, some of uh, what you've been able to accomplish in the time that J17 Ministries began. Yeah, thanks. Um, J17 Ministries' mission is to unite the body of Christ for a divided world. So the first part of that is doing everything that we can to bring greater unity to the Christian community. So that means crossing denominational lines, crossing ethnic lines, crossing generational lines, geographic, socioeconomic, all of the above. We want to see the body of Christ function as one body with all this beautiful diversity in all of its different parts. 
Um, so that's the first part of what we're doing. And then we want to mobilize that united body to serve and make a difference in our city, which we all love. And so that's the for the divided world part. So that's the two parts of what we're up to. And for those that might be listening that aren't as familiar, connected to the faith community, uh, the 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 um, essence of what you're doing and what what has occurred through this ministry is bringing people together on mm-hmm. fundamental levels um, through the faith community and education, or even cr- crossing those uh, lines of ethnicity, socioeconomic divide. Uh, tell us a little bit about some of those things that you've been able to see in the time that you've um, started J17 Ministries. Yeah, we have a number of programs that bring pastors together so they can learn from each other. And that's it's kind of unique to be doing that outside of one's own denomination. Um, that can happen regularly within a denomination, but to learn from people so Baptists learning from Lutherans who are learning from Pentecostals who are learning from Presbyterians, um, that's a little bit more unique. That doesn't happen a lot. And that's just some of the richest blessing. And then the ethnic lines have been some of my absolute favorite parts of what we get to do. We have a group of um, African-American and Anglo pastors that have meeting, been meeting together monthly now for um, 10 years, and that has become such a rich learning environment, and it makes a difference um, even when uh, just, just a couple of weeks ago there was a officer-involved shooting, and uh, one of the first things that happened from the police department was contacting this group because if there had been um, turmoil, like there has been in other communities around this, the city, we've got a group of faith leaders that would stand side by side, African-American and Anglo, and say, um, violence is not the answer. We can protest, but we don't do it with violence. And so um, I think it makes our community a better place. And we've, we've grown so much in our understanding of one another and what makes us tick and what's important to us and how our life experience shapes our worldview. And um, it's, it's just been huge. And uh, as a part of that, there are a few key opportunities during the year with something called the, the Prayer Summits. Can you share with us what that looks like and what it does for the city of Tucson at large? Yeah, we have opportunities that range from um, a half day up to three days where people gather together in prayer for one another. Um, Our next one is with pastors. It'll be up on Mount Lemmon in the Summerhaven area um, where we will spend two and a half days together praying for each other, praying for one another's congregations and praying for our city. Um, it's awesome to be able to do that on Mount Lemon, and we'll often drive down to a place where we can see over parts of the city and, and be praying over the city that we love and that, that we're all serving. Um, we do that also. We do prayer summits with nonprofit ministry leaders. Um, we do them with business leaders. Um, and then we do them with all Christian leaders, whatever their background. Um, we do a one-day at Skyline Country Club every fall where, um, again, we can see over the whole city and, um, and, and just strengthen our connections to each other. 
So those have been uh, beautiful experiences and in many cases kind of one of the high water marks for unity in the body. Yeah, and I know personally what that's meant to me to be able to take that time to spend with other leaders from the faith community to get to know them. It's hard to perpetuate the tension, the anxiety, the anger when those uh, relationships are personal and and you actually know the people around you. Absolutely. Um, We like to say it's all about relationship and there's no shortcut to relationship. That's right. Um, Relationships happen one at a time, but... That being said, when I know you and you know somebody else, it can kind of cheat the learning curve a little bit when we can, there's almost like a relational capital that gets transferred. So we're not starting from zero when we've got a mutual connection um, that you you just kind of enter into it with maybe a little bit more trust because um, that trust gets transferred to some degree. So we're, we're seeing that happen throughout the city in some beautiful ways. And what kind of things are you seeing beyond the city? What are some things you're looking forward to as J17 Ministries is, is having the impact that it is and looking to expand? Yeah, um, I just got back from Salt Lake City last week. There's a group of Christians up there in Salt Lake City that would like to start a branch of J17 Ministries there. And so I was up there to help um, vision what that could look like and um, talk to a lawyer to see about how that might work, because that's the first city that we would be officially expanding into. And so just all the legalities of setting up a nonprofit and 501c3 and all that kind of stuff. Um, so, uh, we're excited about that. There's a group in Phoenix that we have been working with, um, and we'll see where that leads, but we're already doing prayer summits up there in the Phoenix area. Um, we have heard for years, um, and it's kind of fun being from Tucson to have people from Phoenix say, Hey, we want some of what you've got going down in Tucson up here. Um, we like that. So um, we're, we're glad to oblige. That's awesome. So, uh, you know, I imagine there are people outside of the faith community that may be rolling their eyes, if I'm honest, and wondering about this yep. Christian thing. You have seen some significant strides uh, in the bridge between the faith community and education and the, the yep. great needs that we have through the Tucson Unified School District and beyond. Can you speak? briefly to that in the time that we have remaining? Absolutely. Yeah, it's, um, it's not just unity for the sake of unity within the body of Christ, but we want to serve and make our city a better place. So there are all different kinds of churches of different denomination and size and ethnicity all over Tucson that have come alongside public schools just to say, what do you need and how can we help? Mm. It's not to evangelize the school. It's not to replace algebra with a prayer meeting. It's it's nothing wacky. It's just saying we're citizens of the community. You care about kids. We care about kids. Um, how can we help? And so it's made a difference in everything from tutoring and mentoring to um, beautifying the grounds to updating the teacher's lounge to um, there, there's literally a list of 101 different ways that that can happen. And that has then opened up the door for the Christian community to make a difference in the foster care arena. Mm. And so I know you're very familiar with Care Portal, but uh, that's another place where a united body of Christ is is making an impact in our city 
and making it a better place, especially for some of our most vulnerable citizens. Yeah, and so I'm gl- glad you brought that up because I know the morale within uh, the Department of Child Safety is 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 challenging right now. And so with those partnerships in the faith community, they're hanging in there and, and continuing to do great work. For those who are listening, uh, tuning in, we're speaking with Dave Drum, the Executive Director of J17 Ministries. How can people support what you're doing? Find out more about J17 Ministries. So today is Arizona Gives Day, and so if a person is interested, they can go to Arizona Gives and look up J17 Ministries, um, or another ministry here in Tucson that you want to support, because we're all on the same team. So it doesn't just have to be us. Um, If you want to find out more about our ministry, um, you can go to our website, j17ministries.org. So that's j17ministries.org. And um, you can find out more there, too. Hey, Dave Drum, Executive Director at J17 Ministries, thank you for your time and thank you for the great work you're doing in the city of Tucson and beyond. Thank you, Jeff. It's always fun to talk to you. Take care. show check out the podcast at kvoi.com hey guys if you're a man over the age of 30 and you want to accelerate fat loss gain lean athletic muscle and build habits to maintain results and the sustainable strength system is for you i was hanging on to 30 pounds myself that i didn't need and in this new year i signed up with akil for this 90-day program that coaches you through reaching your fitness goals with a focus on intelligent programming nutrition injury prevention and lifestyle and it's working i'm losing the weight if you're ready for a three-month journey to better health and strength go to sustainablestrengthsystem.com Tucson, your Tucson Museum of Art is pleased to present the Patrick Martinez Look What You Created exhibition and his first solo museum exhibition in the American Southwest. Los Angeles-based artist Patrick Martinez explores sites of personal, civic, and cultural loss sustained over recent years in America. Opening just this month through April 24th, you can go see it in the Castor Family Wing of Latin American Art. TucsonMuseumOfArt.org to get your tickets now. In 2021, FC Tucson was just getting started. We're building something special that all of Tucson can be proud of. Don't miss FC Tucson in action in 2022. Secure your season tickets now at fctucson.com or call 520-600-3095 and download the FC Tucson app in the App Store or Google Play to get updates on MLS preseason as FC Tucson welcomes the biggest teams in U.S. soccer in January and February. Did you know that Arizona is the first state in the country to implement a program like Earn to Learn has right here to support students with matched college savings? Through your investment, you enable students to leverage their own savings and resources to acquire the life-changing asset of a college education. If you want to be a part of increasing students' earning potential, minimizing student debt, closing the opportunity gap, and putting deserving individuals on a path to success, go to earntolearn.org to find out more. 
Zach Yenser here, host of Tipping Point, and I want to tell you that Decibel Coffee Works is the coffee we drink at home and while we're out and about. Run by a great local team of people who care about the Tucson community, you'll find a variety of great coffee drinks, beans, pastries, and more. There's also a rumor ice cream is on its way in 2022. To see their full menu and varieties of roasted beans from around the world, visit DecibelCoffeeWorks.com and visit them at 267 South Avenida del Convento. Mention you heard about them on Tipping Point with Zach Yenser for 10% off your next order on anything you buy. Why I love where I live. It's a brand and movement that began here in Tucson to spark gratitude and celebrate the good things about where we live. Located in the open air Mercado San Agustin Annex, just west of downtown, it's a great place to shop or spend time with friends as you enjoy food, drink, and other shopping options close by. Find gifts, toys, books, and clothes that will help you celebrate where you live. Visit them at the Annex off the I-10 at Cushing and Avenida del Convento. Tucson, have you heard of local nonprofit Impact of Southern Arizona? Where we are more than just a food bank, with a clothing bank, youth and senior programs, where we are moving people forward. Arizona Gives Day is coming up on April 5th and 6th, where you have the chance to support organizations like Impact. Learn more about Impact of Southern Arizona and our critical programs at www.impactsoaz.org. Located just two doors down from the Rialto Theater, Little Love Burger opened just last fall and is serving up the juiciest scratch-made hamburgers, loaded hot dogs, have ice cream milkshakes, lovable local brews, and the most addictive breakfast sandwiches. They're open Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. and Friday and Saturday from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. Follow their beat on Instagram and Facebook at Little Love Burger Tucson and mention you heard about them on Tipping Point for 15% off your next order. This is Bill Buckmaster, Arizona Hires Vets, on 1030, Tucson's voice for trusted news talk at noon. And welcome back to Tipping Point with Zach Yenser, live on AM 1030 KVOI, The Voice. Daily in-depth news, conversation, and talk about the people, ideas, and issues shaping Tucson's future. I'm your host, Jeff Logston, filling in for Zach this morning for this special Arizona Gives Day edition. At the top of this segment, you heard from the Executive Director Dave Drum with J17 Ministries. I am excited to be able to introduce to you uh, the CEO of Hands of Hope, Joni Hammond, who is also a personal friend, Joni, thank you for joining us. Hi, Jeff. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Hey, for those that maybe have not heard about Hands of Hope, can you tell us uh, what it is that they do in the city of Tucson? Sure. So at Hands of Hope, we come alongside men and women who are facing an unexpected pregnancy. Um, For those who don't know, we are located 200 steps from Planned Parenthood and 50 steps from Choices, the other abortionist in town. And our mission is to come alongside them to be the emergency room for the abortion-minded. We work closely with Pro-Love Tucson, um, who are the sidewalk counselors over there in front of Planned Parenthood and Choices who um, just reach out in love to the women and men out there and bring them over. And we just want to make sure they have all the facts when it comes to an unexpected pregnancy um, before they make their decision. And no matter what decision they make, we come alongside them. 
Yeah, I'm looking at your website, and it says on the on the front page, "We're here, no judgment." Uh, in in circle, um, which I appreciate from from my own story. Those who are listening, uh, I am a pastor in the local community. Um, in my own experience, have not been shy in sharing that I was also part of an abortion uh, in my earlier years. And so coming here to the community, Hands of Hope, you were you were every bit of that for me, um, being able to help me walk through that healing process of my own abortion. What are some things that Hands of Hope does to come alongside people? You, you talk about those facing an unexpected pregnancy, but it's not just that on the front end. On the back end, there is a walking alongside of the clients that you serve, apart from whatever decision they make. Tell us about that. So, we have found that a lot of women who've had an abortion experience, men too, really need some healing. And we offer these deeper still retreats. They're in eastern Arizona usually. Mm. And we 100% success in healing. We find that, um, you know, the enemy would like everyone to just hold those secrets in. And sometimes women have told nobody for 20 years that they've had an abortion experience. And the enemy just likes to work in their head and make them think that they've done the unpardonable, unforgivable sin. And we all know that there's only one sin that's unforgivable. So we just want to come alongside them in that healing process. We do that with the retreats or also with some um, forgiven and set free Bible studies. And we have free counseling. All of our services are free at Hands of Hope. Yeah. And the, I mean, what you're talking about through Deeper Still is the ability to be able to process uh, the grief that has come along with um, the absence of of, of that child uh, in in a person's life. I remember when I received that invitation, thinking it was something I didn't really need to be a part of. I had already processed it, and I was surprised um, and and overwhelmed in a great way at just how impactful that was in my own life. Um, what are some things that you have coming up? I'm looking at your website, and it says, "Join us as we paint the town." Red with Hope. What is? Uh, what are you doing now? So, Jeff, we're so tired of hearing, if I only knew about Hands of Hope, I would have maybe made a different decision. Mm. I didn't know existed. So, you know, we don't have the billions of dollars that Planned Parenthood has to spend on advertising. So what we decided is we want everyone in Tucson to know about us. And the way that we're going to do that is we have our famous Raise Hope t-shirts that we've been running for years um every year about this time we give them out we have a different color this year it's red and we have these community awareness packets where we have the shirts in a bag and then we have a card of all of our services that we offer for free so we just want people to take our shirts wear them share about hands of hope pray for us and donate so we are literally trying to get our T-shirts all over the city of Tucson. Um, on April 30th, we will be out in locations strategically planned across the city, giving out those shirts and as well as giving them out currently. We are doing that. So we just want everyone to see red everywhere they look in Tucson. And then when people say, what does that shirt mean? You can tell them about it. Hands of Hope. For those listening now, is there a website they can go to to find out more about those shirts? Yep, they can go to um, handsofhope.com, handsofhopetucson.com, excuse me, and um, all the details will be there. They can contact us at um, Hands of Hope if they want to get a shirt 
they can come by and pick one up or we'll deliver them to them. So um, just go on our website and support our fundraiser. And you, you mentioned free services. Uh, that includes pregnancy tests, ultrasounds, limited STI testing. I know that in the near future, there's going to be a mobile medical unit. What are the plans surrounding this uh, mobile medical unit? Okay, so, you know, we were supposed to get that unit last August. And thanks to all the donors, we were able to raise the money for that. But because of COVID, things are, you know, slowly getting back to normal. So we are expecting to have our MMU at the end of May, and that will be a, a another pregnancy clinic on wheels and also a rolling billboard that you'll see all around Tucson. So we are working with churches and other um, locations to be strategically close to high schools, the university, high traffic areas so that we can offer our services um, all around the city of Tucson. We also... Um, have started offering the abortion pill reversal. So um, when a woman takes that first portion of the RU486, if they come over to us within 48 hours, we can reverse that abortion. And we've had um, five success stories in the last six months. And when we started this program, they said, oh, expect one or two the first year, and we've had five. So we're very grateful. What other kind of stories are, I know that there's countless, but what, what kinds of things are you able to tell us about the, um, the impact that the, the staff is having there through Hands of Hope and the ways that they're positively working in the lives of our community? Oh, boy. I mean, just so many exciting <laughs> things. So here, here's a quick story. There was a gal who went over to the Choices Abortion Clinic, and when they give you that abortion pill, they have you take the first one in front of them, and then they send you home with the second one. And something, this gal came over, and she said something told her, don't take that pill. So she slipped it in her pocket when um, the doctor wasn't looking, and she came right over to Hands of Hope. And we were able to minister to her, give her an ultrasound, let her know her baby was okay. And then the more she talked with our client advocate, Carrie Ann, Carrie Ann was able to lead her to Christ, um, to a relationship with Christ in that conversation, and regularly meets with her and talks to her. So we just meet them with love, open arms, and really want to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Yeah, and if you're just now joining us, we're speaking with Joni Hammond, who is the CEO with Hands of Hope. Uh, you can find them at handsofhopetucson.com. They're on the cover of the website. It says, we are here, no judgment. And Joni's been sharing with us about the various ways they have uh, been coming alongside of uh, not just women, but also men, both sides of the conversation to say, how can we be a source of support either through uh, the unexpected pregnancy or the grief that, that someone maybe has has been uh, unable to work through uh, through past decisions for an abortion. I know that some of the things that you're doing also involve intentional relationships with the faith community and building a network of support after the fact so that when uh, these families are having babies, these women are having babies, they're not left alone. Is there more that you can say about that, Joni? Yeah, we, we've been coming alongside the local churches, working with different pastors. We want to offer, you know, these Bible studies in the churches if they want to have them. Um, we just want everyone to know that we're here, we're available, and we will come alongside you. Thank you. How can people uh, get involved and be a part of what you're doing there at Hands of Hope? 
Well, they can volunteer with us. They can donate um, because, like I said before, everything we offer is free. We get no government funding, so we are completely dependent on our donors. So they can just go to handsofhopetucson.com and donate or sign up to volunteer, and we will get back in touch with them. Thank you, Joni. Thank you, Jeff. Zach will be back tomorrow. Thank you, Jeff.